You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. This is the best football show, and I'm your host, Brian Baldwin. I'm here every day, just um, basically opining and just kind of just musing over what I get to see in the film room every day. It's Thursday, December 7th. It is the start of week 14 in the NFL, uh, Thursday night football in Pittsburgh tonight. I'm at Baldy NFL, Instagram, Twitter, X, threads, you name it. YouTube, you can find me. I'm out there. You can find it on this uh, Odyssey app, too, uh, wherever you find your apps. It's all out there. So, anyways, I I, it's, uh, I, I love this because it gives me a chance to really kind of tell you what I've just watched. Uh, you know, eventually some of them become Baldi's breakdowns that you like to watch and enjoy. And, uh, and then some of them are just things that don't even make the air. It's just observations. Like, for example, this, you know, these, these two teams tonight are offensively starved. Right. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though they've changed their offensive coordinator, they've scored a total of 36 points in the last three games. I mean, it's not going to get it done. Uh, you know, and the New England Patriots are even worse. They've scored 13 points in the last three games and shut out last week for the second time last week in that loss to the Chargers. One touchdown at any time during a game, they could have won that game. But that's just how tough it is right now. And so what are we going to expect tonight? Um Actually, the Patriots, in five of the 12 games they've played so far this year, they're two and ten. Five of the 12 games this year, they haven't scored more than seven points. I mean, that's just about as bad as and stark as you can get right now. Um, so where do we go? So, you know, Bailey Zappi came in. He got a start last week. He was terrible. Mac Jones has been bad. Uh, the passing game is bad. They tried to run the ball against the Chargers last week. They ran it pretty good until Ramondre Stevenson went down with that nasty injury. Um, you know, Zeke took over, and, you know, Zeke was was pretty good. Uh, they ran it okay, but, you know, it just goes to show you, you can't just run the ball and play good defense. They play great defense. They held Keenan Allen to five catches for 56 yards, one of his worst games of the season. They did a good job on Keenan Allen. Um, you know, they kept the Chargers from scoring a touchdown. Uh, everything, they shut down the Chargers' run game completely. I mean, defensively, they played really, really well. This 
Rookie Keon White, number 99 out of Georgia Tech. Looks like he's going to be a good player. He's a big guy. He plays the Patriot way, you know, just fundamentally very sound, like Barmore, you know, like Lawrence Guy, um, you know, like all these guys. I mean, they're very fundamental. Jawan Bentley's a very good player. Um, you know, the corners, J.C. Jackson, um, Bryant, uh, Jalen, Mills. I mean, they all played They all played well. Uh, the ball didn't go over their head the whole day. They did a lot of good things defensively. They're a good defense. Fundamentally, they're very sound. They, they can take away your, you know, your number one uh, weapon with the best of them still. It's still Bill Belichick doing his thing. But offensively, I mean, they went to Bailey Zappi because Mac Jones has got 14 turnovers in 11 games. It's too many. And he's not making enough plays to counter the turnovers. They turned to Zappi and he was just as bad. You know, I mean, he doesn't, can't complete 60% or 50, I mean, barely 50% of his passes. But it doesn't matter. They don't throw the ball down the field. They don't get chunk plays. It's just really hard, really hard right now. So Pittsburgh, um, you know, they actually, you know, they're they're seven and five. They're offensively challenged. Mitch Trubisky will start. Um, he made a couple throws last week. He hit Deontay Johnson for one down the field, you know, late in the game. Um, you know, hit George Pickens in the game. But, you know, like, you know, it's a 10-3 game, and he fumbles the snap, and he doesn't get on the ball. And Arizona recovers. Dante Stills, the rookie defensive tackle, recovers it. Next thing you know, Kyler Murray's got him in the end zone. It's 17-3. If they get down 14 points in any game, I don't know if they can come back against anyone, including tonight if they get down. They're just not, they're just not that kind of a football team, and they don't make those kind of throws in a passing game even though they've changed coordinators. But, you know, they've got wins against Cincinnati. You know, they got wins against Cleveland, winning record. they got a win against Baltimore. They're the number one seed in the AFC right now. They beat the Green Bay Packers. They beat the Rams, who've won three in a row and are a hot team. I mean, they've got good wins. You know, they find ways. I mean, defensively, they've scored touchdowns. And, um, you know, they get the ball. They've taken away. And TJ and Highsmith are a force coming off the edge. Um, you know, they've gotten good performances on defense from some rookies like Keanu Benton and Joey Porter Jr. and, you know, Nick Herbig. I mean, their rookies have stepped up and they've played well when they've gotten a chance. So what do you expect? Uh, you know, I, I expect Pittsburgh to win this game tonight. But, you know, I, I look, I know Kenny Pickett had surgery on a high ankle sprain. I don't know what the time frame is for something like that. Like, I mean, well, I, I mean, I'm not going to play doctor or um, WebMD or anything like that, you know, on this injury. But it was a nasty-looking injury, so much so that he got surgery on an ankle. And they're like, well, he's not on his reserve. He could come back. Well, if he comes back, how healthy is he going to be? What can you expect? Surgery on an ankle and, okay, he's not going to play on a short week. I get that. But he could play next week or down the stretch. I, mean, I think they got to ride Trubisky here. And so, you know, Mitch's problem has been, A, accuracy, and B, just going through progressions and throwing it to the open receiver and finding him. Um, you know, he prefers to take off and run, and he's he's a good runner. But I don't know if this offense is going to, you know, strike down the field the way you have to in this business. He missed a couple of deep shots badly the other day. I mean, you know, he's got a strong arm. He can throw it. Um, but I just think – you know, you think about um, the total in this game, okay? Vegas has said the over-under in this game is 32 points total. That's the lowest point total over and under 
the lowest in 30 years. Um, that's just what Vegas thinks about this offense tonight. Now, I saw a game on, I guess, Monday night a couple weeks ago, Chicago, Minnesota. It was 12-10. But I thought it was a good game because it was really good defense being played. And that's what we might get tonight. We might just get a real good defensive battle. Um, you know, Zeke Elliott, Zeke, what's he got left? You know, is he can he carry it 20, 25 times tonight? That's the way they would like to. Um, you know, can, does he have that type of stamina, conditioning, juice? Does he have that in him? Because Ramondre's out. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I do like the way Pittsburgh's running the ball with Najee Harris and Jalen um, Jalen Warren. I, I, I've been saying for two years, I think Jalen Warren's a better back. Uh, but Najee's got his role. It's a one-two punch. And if, if Jalen gets hot, he'll be out there. But he's he's good in all phases. Pass protection, he's excellent. Um, he's an excellent receiver. He's a very good uh, back, and he's explosive, and he breaks tackles. So, you know, I think New England's run defense is very, very good. In fact, let me just check this out. I, I know they're ranked pretty high. Um, Patriots' run defense right now is actually number one in the league in rush average. I, I kind of knew that. I just wanted to give you some dramatic effect here. But And three in rushing yards per game. I mean, so we might see – one of the best, if not the best, run defense in football against a team that's been running the ball really well. And that might determine things. Can you know, can Pittsburgh pop a run against that defense? It's been tough. I haven't seen many teams do it, if anybody. So, anyways, that's uh Thursday night football kicks off week 14. There's some great games. Kansas City and Buffalo. And but I, I kind of want to go to Sunday night because Philadelphia is at the end of a gauntlet that has included Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, and Dallas. And on any measurement, those are five, you know, Dallas twice now, but, you know, five of the top eight teams in football, however you want to stack them up. I know Miami and Baltimore aren't in there, but San Francisco, uh, Dallas, they're certainly up there with the best of them. We know that Buffalo can uh, score 30 like they did against Eagles, scored 31 against Eagles. And then they, they, they Philadelphia still has to go to Seattle next week. But this is a gauntlet. It's tough. And they look like a tired football team against San Francisco, or San Francisco is just that good. But I think this is a tough spot for Philly. Um, they, they You know, last week, I was just charting it. They had eight first down runs. So people were like, well, well you know, they, there was a big sign, right? Big sign in Philadelphia outside the NovaCare complex, run the ball, run the ball more. And they're not wrong. They should run it more. Rashad Penny, like he was signed this year. I thought he might do something. He's got five carries on the year, five in 12 games. Like he's inactive. Um, but they like DeAndre Swift and they like Kenneth Gainwell and they like Boston Scott. But in eight first down runs, they gained a total of 12 yards and four of it was a first down throw that turned into a scramble run for Jalen Hurts. So basically they're getting a yard per carry. Well, Brian Johnson, the offense coordinator, you know, Nick Sirianni, they're not calling a run on second and nine. This isn't Detroit. This isn't Baltimore. That's not what they do. They go to the throw, the passing game. And so you look at the passing game. I mean, Jalen Hurts on the year is second best in amount of time that he has to throw, 3.23 seconds. Most quarterbacks, one, two, three, 
if you can't get rid of the ball by three, like you're on your horse or you're throwing the ball away or the ball's got to be released. He's got the second highest rate right now uh, at 3.23 seconds on the season, meaning they're protecting him really good. I think it's going to help that Dallas Goddard gets back. I mean, they've really missed him. They really have been playing without a tight end. Jack Stoll's been out there. Albert Oves played last week. Um, but none of them have been a factor in the passing game at all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so, you know, Dallas Goddard is a legit threat, not just in the middle of the field, not just from a tight end standpoint, but after the catch. He's a hard guy to tackle, and they call plays for him. And I think Jalen misses a big target that's really athletic after the catch a great deal. So I say all that. Because Philadelphia's offense, I think, is going to have to produce. Like, they're going to have to score. I believe they're going to have to score in the 30s to have a chance to win this game. And they're more than capable of doing that. Um, they're still a good offense. And Jalen's still a very good quarterback. But Philadelphia's going to have a hard time defending Dallas. They had a hard time the first time in week nine. And I saw I saw Eli Ricks try to cover uh, C.D. Lamb. I saw Sidney Brown try to cover him. I saw Kevin Byer try to cover him. I saw Darius Slay try to cover him in man coverage. I didn't see anybody have success. Even in the even the great Darius Slay. Slay, like, that's what he loves to do. He loves man coverage. He loves taking on your number one receiver. But CD still won. And it's not and, and the thing is, it's way more than CD. It's, you know, this J, Jason Ferguson is becoming a legit big time tight end. And he had a good game against the Eagles. In week nine. Uh, but now Brandon Cooks has broken out. And Jalen Tolbert, you know, is a factor. You know, and so there's other options. And then if you go back to that week nine game, <clears throat> like they really kind of picked on Terrence Steele at right tackle. I mean, he's the one weak link. But it, you, know, you can't put all pros at every position. I mean, Terrence Steele is a free agent at a Texas Tech. Like he gives you an honest day's effort. And he's pretty good. But when he goes up one-on-one against Hassan Reddick or even Brandon Graham and you just leave them all alone out there and you're throwing the ball down the field, well, he's going to get beat. It just is. He, he's, not, he's not Tyron Smith and he's not Zach Martin, which is okay, but you got to protect him. So what my point is, in that first game, they sacked Dak Prescott five times and they beat Terrence Steele a few times for sacks. He doesn't stink. He doesn't suck. I'm sorry, folks. He doesn't. But, you know, since then, in the four games since that Dallas game, they've given up a grand total of four sacks. And so you watch the protections now, and they're like, okay, you got a key third down, you're playing Seattle, you got to go, you know, make a play. Like, they're giving them chip help. They're running drag slide where they're moving the pocket. They're rolling Dak out. You know, they're doing things against, you know, good pass rushers, against Kayvon Thibodeau, against uh, Daryl Taylor in, in, in Seattle. A boy, a mafia. They're doing things to help him out and to help their protection out. They're pulling Jacob, Jason Ferguson in to to max protect so that you know Dak can throw it to Ceedee Lamb for a touchdown in that in that really entertaining Seattle game. So 
you know, I feel like this game on Sunday night, I, I feel like both teams have made certain adjustments in order to play at a high level. Um, and so I think this game is going to be played in the 30s. I think we're going to see a very high-scoring game, like it was the first time. And so I think Dallas has really improved, though. And I think Dallas, their favorite in the game by three, three and a half points, whatever, whatever doesn't matter. Um, I think they're the better team right now. But they have to beat for their own sake. You already know what the narrative is going to be. If they can't beat Philadelphia at home with 10 days rest and Dak running for an MVP candidate, candidacy, a legit MVP, then they're just the same old Cowboys and they just beat up on bad teams or teams like Seattle that, you know, are marginal. They're just okay. And if they beat Philadelphia, I mean, they're, you know, they're in contention for the number one seed. Uh, Depending on what San Francisco does, they still got to play Baltimore. You know, they play Seattle this weekend. So this game on Sunday night is, is everything. And NBC knows it. The NFL knows it. The people that make these schedules know it. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that game. But I'm excited for this game to, you know, to see if Pittsburgh can stay in the hunt and to see if New England can manufacture two touchdowns. Because if they score two touchdowns tonight, that might be enough to win this game and really shock Pittsburgh at home. So that's been the best football show. That's what I've been watching. That's what I've observed. That's what I've sort of made my notes upon. Um, you can challenge me on all this stuff. It's fine. Um, I'm just looking at everything through my own eyes. It's, it's not my opinion. It's what I see. And I'm just formulating. So anyways, thanks for joining me today. I'll be here uh, tomorrow. Talk about tonight's game and looking forward. I'll be out in San Francisco tomorrow. Be flying tonight, watching the game on the plane. Um, But I'll be in San Francisco ready to talk about uh, week 15 or week 14 and the games that lie ahead like Buffalo and Kansas City, San Francisco and Seattle and other games, including the Rams at Baltimore. So I look forward to that opportunity. Come find me at Baldy NFL. Find me every day right here in the Best Football Show. Thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you tomorrow.